Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, and Kentucky Fried Chicken are doing business, and it shook my house. So who else to talk to about that than Marnie Shure, Managing Editor of The Takeout. Hey, Marnie, thank you for joining us tonight. Hi, John. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. Um, So, first of all, these companies, McDonald's, um, Chick-fil-A, Burger King, did a meatless sandwich a while ago. Mm -hmm. It's so counterintuitive to the stereotype of the carnivore of humanity, you know, where we want to take a big-ass bite out of a cheeseburger, right? I mean, we want the ground beef in there or whatever they're using. I mean, that's the way we were brought up. That's the way it's been going. And this is heading directly in the opposite direction. Not that it's bad. I'm, I'm wondering, I'm curious, do these companies, they must conduct some sort of focus groups or audience research before they would venture out into trying to establish, I don't know, a sandwich based on cauliflower, for instance. So I'm guessing they must do that. Is that right? That's definitely right. Um, But to your point about how they're moving in an opposite direction from the carnivore specials, uh, (laughs) I'd say it's more of a complementary or parallel direction because I assure you, no matter what vegetarian entree these places come up with, it'll never be healthy, which I think is the real antithesis to the big honkin' burger. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I should have used. The big honkin' burger. Right. So, but there were these three stories that I saw today all, uh, you know, on the same day. And uh, Chick-fil-A talking about a fried cauliflower sandwich. Can you share more, spend... Can you shed more light on that other than it's a cauliflower sandwich? Absolutely. Uh, It is called the cauliflower sandwich, pretty plain and simple. Um, Mm. And it's prepared, uh, it's dressed up pretty much exactly the same way as the classic Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. So it's got, you know, the soft, squishy bun, the pickles, and the flavorful sauce. And instead of a fried chicken filet, it is a fried sandwich. you know, you take like a big slice or patty of cauliflower and deep fry it. And yeah. to, to anyone who hasn't had the pleasure of fried cauliflower, it is actually a joy uh, because all that breading and all that batter really clings to all the crags on the cauliflower. And it feels almost like twice as fried as the chicken would be. Mm. So it's kind of a clever substitution. It's not strictly vegan because it's made in all the same oils and areas as the chicken. Right. And it's not healthy, like I said. But those two things, if you're willing to dispense of them, you know, it's a great sandwich um, experience to eat a big piece of fried cauliflower. <laughs> a big honking piece of fried cauliflower? Is that what you're saying? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so when is the sandwich coming out? Is it out already? Are they doing it in test markets? Is it going to be in Chicago? What's the story behind that? Unfortunately, it's only in test markets at the moment. It's Mm. currently testing in Denver, Charleston, South Carolina, and Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, And 
we don't really know the alchemy behind how they choose their test markets, but yeah. here's hoping that the people in Denver, Charleston, and Greensboro really like it because then there's a better chance that the yeah. rest of us will get to try it. Um, I remember when Burger King came out with whatever they called that Whopper, the meatless Whopper, and I thought, well, okay, I'll go try this. And uh, I got one, and I just had it prepared like a regular Whopper. I didn't say, I didn't have it my way. I had it their, <laughs> their way, you know? And I bit into it, and it tasted just like a regular Whopper because it had all the stuff on it that the meat did. I mean, all the ingredients, the condiments, or whatever the whatever they put on the burger, the uh, Whopper to begin with, were still there, and it sort of masked any real <laughs> change in the flavor. And I'm like, well, okay. I mean, you could have put anything in there, just about, and it would have tasted the same if you dump all that stuff on it. At any rate, I'm sorry to ramble. We've got Marnie Shure, managing editor of The Takeout. We've got stuff about uh, McDonald's and what they're doing with their McNuggets and Kentucky Fried Chicken and their uh, menu and United Airlines and what they're going to be serving. And, I mean, it's we're full, and we just started. We'll do more when we come back on 720 WGN. 720 WGN. Look at this. It's 720 WGN. And what time is it? 720. Do, 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 do. Uh, John Landecker with Marnie Schur, who's the managing editor of The Takeout. And we're discuss- uh, discussing plants taking over fast food, for lack of a better headline. And we were just talking about uh, Chick-fil-A and where they were the test markets, right? Uh, and so McDonald's has uh, McPlant nuggets, and they're testing those in Germany uh, from peas, corn, wheat with a tempura batter. So they're jumping into this too. What's up with that? Well, it certainly makes sense as we move forward with more and more people adopting uh, diets with slightly less meat in them, but yeah. they'd want to offer some things on the menu with slightly less meat. You know, as I said before, these things aren't strictly vegan, and they're right. probably not going to cater to strict vegetarians because they imitate meat products. Right, so instead, right, right. they're trying to sort of cater to that omnivore who maybe wants to cut back on meat a couple times a week, but still loves to eat it and loves all the products that taste like it. Would it have, this is just a far, this thought occurred to me when I was thinking about it today. Could it have anything to do with the cost of meat? Um, I'm, I'm told that the cost of meat is skyrocketed. And of course, the fast food industry would feel the effects of that. Would, would meat prices have anything to do with this at all? That would be the ideal scenario is, you know, meat's expensive, so let's go with the cheaper vegetarian alternatives. But unfortunately, beyond meat and impossible meat, one of their biggest hurdles in the marketplace is that they have not achieved cost parity. So they, ah. they just can't get the process to cheapen up uh, and, ah. and reach the level okay. of the cost of meat. So yeah. you are actually paying a premium for these items. Wow. Um, but hopefully in the future, as more people adopt them, the cost will come down and maybe even become cheaper than meat. Uh, well, moving on, you know, since the pandemic hit, uh, the airline industry has gone through a whole bunch of changes. And certainly one of those areas is what you get to eat on board. Um, and that used to be one of my favorite things, was to eat and drink while I'm on an airplane. And that sort of vanished 
Uh, but United Airlines apparently has is bringing back new snacks. What can you tell us about that? That's right. Um, right now on, on United Flights, mm-hmm. you have a choice between a Biscoff cookie, uh-huh. um, a bag of pretzels, or a Stroopwafel. Have you ever had the Stroopwafel? What? How do you say it? <laughs> the Stroopwafel? <laughs> no, I have i can't say that I've had that delicacy. What is? What in the world is it? It's a flat disc. Uh, it's a European treat, but it's it's almost like two thin, crispy waffles pressed around a disc of, like, caramel. Um, and so when you put it above a oh. cup of coffee, the yeah. steam from the coffee kind of softens it up, and it's it's delicious. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. Yeah, but now they're adding new snacks. And so starting in March and April, they're going to roll out on all flights, Um, for free, they're going to, um, add it to the complimentary lineup. There's going to be dark chocolate and sea salt crisps, um, which are like quinoa crisps. Um, so almost like a a luxury chocolate covered rice cake and, um, an apple and mango fruit bar that is really just those two fruits blended together. So it's very, you know, simple and not full of corn syrup or anything. Mm -hmm. And then they're adding, for people who like more savory stuff, they're doing a mix of, it's a bag with rye bagel chips, garlic bread bites, and pretzel twists inside. So if I go on a United flight, is this happening right now, or is this down going to happen? Very soon. Uh, Very the soon. chocolate crisps will come in March, and then the oh. bars and the snack mix will come in April. So if I'm in March or April and I'm on a United flight, they'll come walking down the center aisle with... A tray full of these items, and we get to pick. Is that right? That's the plan, and it sounds like you're going to have more options than you did before because the street waffles will still be available too. Sounds pretty good. Uh, We're talking to Marnie Schur, who's the managing editor of the Takeout, because there's a lot of news about food today. Uh, What about the Shake Shack? I know you've got something on that. Oh, yeah. Um, everybody should run, not walk to a Shake Shack soon <laughs> What's because up? they have a white truffle menu, um, which, you know, very fancy white truffles. Uh, it's going to be available for a limited time, and it includes a white truffle burger with fontina and um, truffle sauce. <laughs> Are they going for a Michelin star? What's going on here? They might as well be. And they even have the vegetarian equivalent, which is the white truffle sauce and the fontina on top of a fried cheese-filled portobello mushroom. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, uh, can and, somebody else you know, just play some old recordings of this program so that I can leave now and go to my neighborhood Shake Shack? This is unbelievable. I know. and And we were just blown away. And there's also... Um, Parmesan fries with white truffle sauce for dipping. It's it's the most luxurious meal you can imagine. This is so not your (laughs) (laughs) plant-based order at uh, Chick-fil-A and McDonald's. Wow. That is really something. I mean, do you know how much this costs, what the price point on this is? Because it sounds almost gourmet. Yeah, you know, the price point is a little bit more gourmet, but that's true of most Shake Shack stuff. You know, it's uh, not McDonald's. It's a little right, more right, upscale. Right, right. Um, so it's about 10 bucks. 
but um, this this shroom burger Oof. is just unlike anything else in the fast food space. It's yeah. it's a really you know like we were saying with that Chick Fil A uh, cauliflower sandwich. Yeah. You can deep fry any number of vegetables, and it's a wonderful experience. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. Fast food aside, uh, deep fried vegetables are very tasty. And, you know, who knows? Maybe this is going to be a, a way for parents to have their kids eat their vegetables. <laughs> I mean, in a roundabout way. I mean, anything's possible, I suppose. If it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, well, thank you, Marnie. I That Shake Shack... Development really blows my mind. Wow, does that sound delicious, the way you describe it. Uh, yep. Marnie limited Shore. Time only. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it? For a limited time only? Yep. Yep. Well, you can get it. Mm. They always do this to the good stuff. <laughs> Marnie Shore, managing editor of The Takeout. Thank you so much for shedding your expertise on these food changes. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. You bet, Marnie.